What's up, everybody? Despite the craziness that is 2020, the NFL season is finally back in action. Welcome back to the Gridiron Authority podcast. My name is Keith Thorne, and with me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, you ready for kickoff? I am absolutely ready for kickoff. I want the year to get back to normal, or to some normalcy at least. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's been a crazy one. Uh, what are we covering today? Uh, we're going to be going division by division uh, uh, outlooks for each one. Uh, players we're excited to see, teams we're excited to see, how we think the season's going to go. We're going to make our Super Bowl predictions, which I know everyone's waiting for. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. All right, let's get started. All right, let's get started with some division predictions. Obviously, this is the greatest division of all, the AFC West, because the Chiefs are in it. Uh, Defending Super Bowl champs, they're looking to win the division again and continue their dominance really over the last five or six years in the division. Um, Phillip Rivers is no longer in the division. Uh, Von Miller's hurt, so he's going to be out. How do you see the division playing out this season? Uh, I think it's going to be a more competitive division than last year. Uh, I do believe the Chiefs are going to win it. Uh, I don't think they're going to have too much trouble winning it, honestly. Um, I think the real battle is going to be for second place and a potential wildcard spot. Uh, I do think Oakland is right there on the cusp of making that wildcard push. Uh, I really like how Derek Carr played last year. They've added Henry Ruggs to it. They've got Josh Jacobs in his second year. Um, I thought he was highly underrated last year. Uh, they've got some of their defensive players coming back that were injured last year. They've added some people through the draft and free agency. Um, I, I really enjoy where that, that team is going, despite not being a Raiders fan. I, I like what they've done. Um, they've kind of built that team old school through the draft and through the, you know, through the process essentially, uh, rather than just trying to sign a bunch of people and do a, you know, a one year turnaround like the Cleveland Browns. Um, so I really like what they're doing. I really think they're the second best team in that division. They've got the new, I mean, amazing looking stadium that they're about to go into. Uh, they won't really have very many fans, but they're still playing in a great stadium. So um, I had some high hopes for Denver up until that Von Miller injury. So um, I think that Denver offense can look is, is going to look good. Um, they added Jerry Judy. They added KJ Hamler. Um, you know, people are unsure about Drew Locke, but the one thing I am 100% sure of is that Drew Locke is comfortable throwing the football, uh, and that's what they're going to probably do a lot. Uh, if they do have to run it, they've got Philip Lindsay, they've got Melvin Gordon, they've got a two-headed back, you know, backfield back there. Um, so, I, you know, they can run the ball, but I also believe that they have the ability to throw the ball. Um, I was very adamant that Jerry Judy, I believe, is actually the, the best overall receiver in the draft this past year. He's not necessarily the fastest or the best route runner, but in terms of overall performance, I do believe Jerry Judy is the best one. Um, and I think he is a star in the making, um, plus with Cortland Sutton there. So uh, a lot of exciting things in Denver, despite the Von Miller injury, honestly. Um, the Chargers have some, you know, it's the typical Chargers. They kind of, they still had some hype going into this year, but. Now they've lost Darwin James. Uh, they've got Tyrod Taylor starting. I think he'll do a solid job. Uh, I want to see how Austin Eckler responds, you know, being a full-time starter. I think he's more of a uh, a pass-receiving back. I want to see if he can really carry the load in terms of running the ball. Um, in my opinion, I do believe the Chargers are the worst team in the division. 
Um, but that's not to say that they're a bad team. I think they're just a young and experienced team at the moment. So, um, but again, I think the Chiefs take it. Raiders number two, Broncos three, Chargers four. Yeah. So this division to me, it's a lot more interesting than it seems on paper because on paper, obviously, it looks like the Chiefs. Um, I mean, we're talking returning twenty of twenty-two starters. Uh, got a brand new toy at running back, which is just a luxury at this point. So, uh, I've also got the Chiefs winning the division. But where I think it's going to be interesting, I honestly, to, despite what Broncos fans are are saying right now, I actually don't think Von Miller lost hurts him that much because I only think is let's be honest to to beat to win this division they have to beat the Chiefs, and Von Miller has not stopped the Chiefs in the last what four or five years. Um, yeah. Last year, he started off really rough at the beginning of the season. Him and Bradley Chubb were both playing. If you remember, the first, what was it, four or five games, he didn't have like a stat. Like he didn't tackle anybody. He didn't have a tackle for loss. Um, you know, he, he had some quarterback pressures, but he wasn't even the stud on the defense. Um, he ended the year pretty decent, but um, I honestly think the reason I'm, I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say that the Broncos still get second in this division. And that's because I really like the way that their offense is shaping up. They added Melvin Gordon, which. Um, knowing that he's not going to have to be that bell cow of running back. Uh, they got Philip Lindsay too. They're going to have a great backfield. Um, obviously adding Jerry Judy, having Cortland Sutton. Uh, this team's actually really good. Noah Fant will be in the second year at tight end, uh, first round pick. So uh, the, the big wild card here is Drew Locke. He looked really good. Five games last year, he went four and one. The only loss was to the Chiefs. Uh, I think if Drew Locke can perform the way that they're expecting him to perform, I think that they're, I mean, in when I say second place, I think it's probably eight or nine wins. Um, but I, I actually like the Broncos for second place. And then, yeah, I've got the, I've got the Chargers in last. And it again comes back to the quarterbacks. I like Tyrod Taylor a lot, but when you look at the whole division as a whole, I think he's obviously the lower tier of the quarterbacks in the division. And just like Chargers normally, we talked about this over and over again last year, hyped up injuries. Next thing you know, they're looking at the bottom of the division. So um, I'm with you. I just got the Raiders and Broncos flipped. Chiefs win. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on to the AFC South. This one's kind of fun. Um, Deshaun Watson gets paid, but DeAndre Hopkins gets traded. Um, the Titans actually are looking more powerful than ever. Uh, they added Jadavion Clowney on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Phillip Rivers starting for the Colts, which is a whole new uh dynamic to this division and the Jags are clearly in tank mode just getting rid of everyone they possibly can so outside of the Jags how do you see this playing out I mean we'll I'll kind of go in reverse order this time and and uh leave some anticipation but like you said the Jags are are the worst team uh in this division uh I I I love Gardner Minshew it's hard not to like the guy um I think he's a good NFL quarterback uh, but the questions for me really begin at you know wide receivers DJ Shark was he a one-year wonder um, how will he actually play this year? Uh, I think they're starting running back. They just named as an undrafted rookie. Um, so I, I'm not sure about the offense, despite Gardner Minshew, the defense, they've given away all their best guys or their best guys have just outright left. Uh, so I think the defense is going to be bad. I think the offense is going to be bad. Uh, I, they're just, they're just going to be a bad team. They're going to be a, in the bottom five, I believe. Um, they'll be vying for that number one pick, honestly. Um, after that, I think that's where for me, it, it really gets, it gets interesting. I, I do, I do believe the Texans are the third best team in this division. Um, I say that because they did get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. And if you watch a lot of that film, 
from Deshaun Watson, you know, a lot of his stats are just him throwing it up to DeAndre Hopkins uh, and DeAndre Hopkins making great plays. And, and uh, you know, not, I don't want to say making him look good because Deshaun Watson's a hell of a quarterback, uh, but they don't have that now. They do have Will Fuller. They've got some good receivers there, but Will Fuller never stays healthy. They got David Johnson, who ne- also never stays healthy. The offensive line is still a question mark, despite adding Laramie Tundall and all that stuff last year. Deshaun Watson still got crushed a lot. Um, the defense, you know, if they could stay healthy, they're going to be good. Um, I don't think they're going to be a top five defense, but um, I do believe that they're going to be a top 10, maybe 12 defense. So the defense should be solid. I just don't I'm, I don't have a lot of confidence in the offense at the moment, despite having some nice weapons. Um, I think that number two spot, I'm actually going with the Titans because I'm I'm again, it's because of a certainty. Wow. I don't. I don't know what to expect out of Ryan Tannehill because uh, he had a good year in Miami and then he just never really did anything. I think, I think I know what to expect. Turn around, hand the ball, Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, see, and that's my other thing is statistically when, when a back takes as much of a beating that Derrick Henry took last year, they don't really come back the following year in that same level. I mean, you look, I mean, you, you've got firsthand experience with this with Larry Johnson, you know, look at the beating he took for a year or two and then he was done. Uh, and, and Larry Johnson was a phenomenal running back for those for that year or two. And Derek, you know, Derek Henry, he's uh, he's taken a beating the last couple of years. And so, you know, despite dis, you know, despite everyone's hype on him again, it's kind of one of those. I want to see how he how he holds up. And I'm just I'm not 100 percent sure. But the biggest question for me really is Ryan Tannehill. Will he play the same? Will he stay healthy? You know, everyone's kind of wiped it from their memory. But his injury problems that he's had throughout his career um, the inconsistency he's had throughout his career. So uh, again, I'm just I'm not 100% sold on that. I think the defense is going to be great. They only got better by adding Jadavion Clowney. Um, but again, I'm just I'm not 100% sold on the offense myself. Uh, and then number one, I, I'm going with the with the Colts because I think the Colts have an elite defense. They've got an elite offensive line. Uh, they've got Marlon Mack in the backfield. They added Jonathan Taylor, who I think is is one of, if not the best running back in the draft uh, this past year. Uh, they do have Philip Rivers, and and despite you know he does make a lot of stupid plays and makes a you know a lot of bad decisions and throws and stuff like that, but the guy has won a lot of has won a lot of games. He's got a ton of experience. Uh, he's in a new atmosphere, new coach, you know, new coaching staff. Uh, you know, and I think he's kind of got that fire reignited in him. He's got a, a legitimate, you know, Super Bowl contending team right here, especially like I said, with that defense, with that offensive line, with that running game. Um, and, and you know, I when I say I think they're going to win the division, I think it's they're not going to blow anyone away, but I think 10 11 wins, they're going to beat the Titans, I, I believe, by a game, maybe two. Uh, so that's how I see the division going, yeah. And I'm it's kind of interesting because I got completely different results, but I'd kind of the same with you. Obviously, Jags at the bottom, uh, just get rid of all their players. They're kind of in the same situation the Dolphins were last year. We talked about it. They're just unloading. Uh, the only difference is they're not getting near the draft capital that the Dolphins had. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Dolphins a little bit later, but I like their chances this year a whole lot better than I thought they did a really good job of cashing in that draft capital. I don't think the Jags are building enough. They're they're getting rid of people, but they're not getting a lot in return. So um, they're going to have to do some, uh, let's just put it this way. It's going to be job on the line, I believe, in the next year or two for all the, the you know, the head coach, GM, the whole whole crew there because they got to do something. But I think they're obviously dead last. Uh, this is where it gets interesting for me. I actually have the Colts in third. Um, 
I agree with what you say about their obviously they they honestly have the best offensive line in, in football. Um, their defense is good. Phillip Rivers is kind of interesting because I've never seen him in anything but the Chargers offense, and their offensive line was never near as good. But I will say last year, even watching them play the Chiefs in Mexico, he did not look that good. He couldn't throw it down the field very well. He made some stupid decisions. I think it's going to be kind of a learning curve year for him, and I got them in third. But but like you said, I do have the top three teams all within like a game or two of each other. Yeah. Um, and then at number two, I got the Texans. I just I don't get Bill O'Brien as a GM. Uh, getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins was a stupid move. Will Fuller's a good receiver, but he's never played a full season, I don't think, without being injured. They got Brandon Cooks. He's already injured. He's questionable for Thursday's game against the Chiefs. Um, so, you know, you gave Deshaun Watson the money, but then you didn't put any weapons around him. And when you look at, like, what the Chiefs are doing, they're paying Mahomes, but they're also keeping Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You got all these weapons. Um, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I don't think Deshaun Watson's got near the firepower to get that done. And the reason I have the Titans, number one, is I feel like Derrick Henry's body type is kind of, I don't want to say it's unlike anything we've ever seen, but that's a big dude. And I think he can handle at least another season of pounding the rock. And if they do exactly what they did last year, they're going to be hard to beat. I mean, even watching him in that Chiefs game, they they buckled down the playoffs and started to to slow him down. But even then, it was taking a toll on defenses. Uh, yeah. The only question mark I have is exactly what you said, and that's Ryan Tannehill. I don't get why they kept Tannehill, honestly. Um, he did. He's a serviceable guy. But when you plug a guy into an offense that's 90% run, it's not that hard to be serviceable. Yeah. Um, I believe it's the same kind of situation as like a, a Kirk Cousins, but he's on the top tier of it, I think. You know, he's he's a top tier serviceable guy where he can maybe win you a few games, but it really depends on the rest of your offense stepping up too. Ryan Tannehill is not going to go out and win the Titans games. He's going to not lose them games. So, um, yeah, I you know, it's going to be interesting. I've got the Titans pulling it out, but I, I just, the thing to me, the most disappointing is the Texans. I mean, they, they honestly should have signed DeAndre Hopkins and been a complete favorite to even go to a Super Bowl. but just the questionable decisions, even getting rid of Lamar Miller, getting David Johnson. Obviously, you know, I have a love hate with David Johnson. I keep drafting him in fantasy and he disappoints me every single year because he's always injured. Uh, and they honestly, they gave up quite a bit to <laughs> to reel him in, too. So when you look at obviously losing arguably the best wide receiver in the game and getting a mediocre running back, honestly. So I got the yeah. Titans over the Texans in that division. All right. All right. AFC East. This one is super interesting. Uh, for the last, what, 20 years, it hasn't been interesting. It's always been the Patriots, right? Uh, yep. No Tom Brady for the first time in 20 plus years. The Dolphins cashed in during this draft. I mean, they, to me, they're a surprise. They, they got, I mean, we knew they were going to do good just off the draft capital they had. But when we laid out what we wanted them to get in the draft, they knocked it all out. They got the quarterback. They got the running back. They got everything they need. Offensive linemen. They signed a bunch of players. I think they're going to be great. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick starting the season. I don't know if that's going to last very long, but um, Bill's, the Bills always they looked strong last season. They had a very oh. strong offseason. Who do you got? Uh, I mean, again, I'll I'll kind of start from the you know from the back and uh number four, I'm going the Jets, honestly. Uh I'm just I, I don't have a ton of hope for them. 
I, I do like Sam Darnold. They have Le'Veon Bell, who I, I believe is still a good running back. Uh, I don't believe he's as you know he's elite like he was a few years ago, but I think he's still a good running back. Uh, but I mean, they've got no receivers really. They've got their offensive line is, is just bad, honestly. Um, defense is mediocre. Um, I mean, they, they just don't have a lot going for them, uh, despite what their GM thinks. I know their GM went on a big rant about people underestimating them, but at the end of the day, they just don't have anything. Uh, they don't have that one, you know, the Titans have that, they have Derrick Henry. Everyone knows that they have a good defense in Derrick Henry, and you know, can you stop it? Uh, the Chiefs amazing passing game you know can you can you score 40 points to beat the chiefs uh the jets don't have anything even remotely close to that <laughs> can you score 14 uh, yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's uh can we hold you to 21 points because we may have a shot that's the jets motto um essentially that's what it's going to be this year uh because if you score 24 we're probably not getting you uh and if we allow you know if we uh, if our defense stumbles then, then we're already out of the game um, and so they just don't, they don't really have anything going for them. Uh, number, number three, I'm going with the dolphins. I do believe they are, they are improved, but they are very young still. Um, I, like you said, I love the draft. I mean, they got three offensive linemen. They got their quarterback. Uh, they've got two secondary players in the, in the first three rounds. They got a defensive tackle, defensive end linebacker. They got a wide receiver. Who's a former quarterback, Malcolm Perry from Navy. Um, they even got a long snapper from fucking lsu uh <laughs> but i mean like i mean they literally got everything uh, plus like you said they signed a ton of players uh, they got brandon jones from the cowboys i mean that guy th- their cornerbacks uh honestly are are probably the the best trio of cornerbacks in the nfl to be to be completely honest and i'm and and that's no joke uh i mean their their corners are absolutely amazing um, I'm excited to see what they can do with this team, but they are still a young team. It's, it's a learning curve. They have to, you know, if, if you're a basketball fan, it's kind of, you know, it's like the Mavericks, the Mavericks have all this young talent, but they still have, they still need to learn and they still need to play and they still need to come together. Um, and that's kind of like the dolphins. The dolphins have all this amazing talent, but I think they're a year away. Um, next year is the year I'm looking at because they'll have another offseason to add draft picks. I'll have another offseason to add free agents, to progress Tua, to progress Austin Jackson at, at a offensive tackle. Uh, I mean, they've th- next year I think that they could be a legitimate playoff team, to be honest. Uh, so I, ha- I do have them at number three this year, but I think they're going to be much improved. Um, at number two, I have the Patriots. Um I know it's it's crazy, but at the end of the day, they don't have Tom Brady. I love Cam Newton. Uh, I think when he's healthy, he's still an amazing quarterback. People have forgotten about that for some reason. Um, you know, before he got hurt a couple years ago, he was actually having a better season than he was his MVP season. So uh, I do believe that that uh, they're going to have a good year. I think they're going to contend for a wild card spot. Um and I think they're going to put up some really impressive numbers. But at the end of the day, they also lost a ton of guys that chose to sit out this year. I think they they lost more than anyone. I think uh, more of their players opted out of the season than anyone else in the NFL. Uh, and a lot of them were starters. So um, despite adding Cam Newton, they also, you know, they lost Hightower and guys like that on the defensive side of the ball. And they lost offensive linemen and defensive linemen and linebackers. I mean, all this stuff. Um and so even losing Tom Brady, that that obviously hurt, but losing all those other guys hurt honestly just as much, if not more, because you know, strength and numbers. 
Uh, so I do have them at number two, but I do think they're still going to be a good team. Number one, I do have the Bills. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Bills. I love their defense. Uh, I love Josh Allen. He's still pretty inconsistent at this point in his career, um, but the potential is there. They added Stephon Diggs. They've got a good running back stable. Uh, I, I expect Josh Allen to pr- keep progressing, uh, making those throws downfield, making those NFL throws, those quick slants and the you know the 15-yard outs and getting a little more accurate. Uh, so I, I do believe that they're, they're actually going to win this division. I think they're a 10 or 11 win team. Uh, so, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I'm actually in complete agreement with you. And, and the one thing I want to point out with the dolphins too, is I think they could surprise people and even move up to the number two spot here only because I actually like the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick is there because last year he won five games with one of the shittiest teams we could even remember. We were yeah. thinking, you know, if if you're claiming the Dolphins, you might as well start everyone you got on fantasy against them because they were that bad. Um, oh yeah, as I say, our motto last year right. was: if you play the Dolphins, start everyone. <laughs> so they won five games with that shitty team. Imagine now you inf- you just infuse all this talent. You got the same coach, the same QB. I think they could easily get eight, nine wins, and that may be good enough for second place. Uh, like you said, the Patriots um, with all the the opt outs and. And honestly, let's, I mean, when you look at what Tom Brady brings to a team, there's no doubt that Cam Newton's a better athlete in just about every single way than Tom Brady. He's got a better arm. He's got a better, you know, legs. But what he doesn't have is the decision-making and honestly just the freaking ice water in his veins that Tom Brady has. When Tom Brady had the ball with two minutes left, whether they were down or not, you knew that they were going to win. Every yep. time. I, I'm not worried about that with Cam Newton. Um, so... And, and if you look at the last couple of years, Patriots won a lot of games like that. Even against the Chiefs, they won a couple of games where in the last two minutes they get the football, drive down, and win. I think they lose that with without Tom Brady. So I'm with you. Uh, second place and the Bills. I, I love what they did. I mean, last year, nothing against the guy, but I think their best receiver was Cole Beasley. So yep. now they're adding Stephon Diggs, and they were still a really good team last year. Uh, you're just giving them more weapons. I really like it. As long as Josh Allen, honestly, he needs to be more careful with his body. Um, instead of running straight up the middle and taking those head hits like he did last year, he needs to be a smarter, uh, great athlete. I think they, they've got a really good team here, and I, I'm with you. I think they win this one hands down. Yep. Okay. AFC North might be the easiest one, I think. Um, obviously, the league MVP, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, it's their division to lose. But there is some interesting things like – Ben Roethlisberger coming back for the Steelers. Uh, Joe Burrow coming in as the number one pick in Cincy. Uh, Baker Mayfield and the Browns have another year under their belt. So uh, does anyone upset the Ravens here? Uh, I do believe the Ravens are the best team in this division. However, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, they I, I believe they win fewer games than they did last year. Um, and I say that not meaning that they got worse as a team, but meaning that everyone else in the division got better. Uh, I still think they're the dominant team in the division, but uh, when you look at it, the the Bengals, they've gotten better. Um, they they got uh, uh, Jonah Williams back, who's their first-round pick last year, who didn't play a snap last year. Um, he's back. He's project uh, protecting Joe Burrow's left or strong side, you know. Uh, they got Joe Burrow, number one overall quarterback or draft pick at quarterback. Uh, they get A.J. Green back. Uh, they added some pieces on defense. Uh, so I, I'm not saying that they're a playoff team, but I, I, they're, they're definitely better than they were last year. I think when they win two games last year, 
yeah. yeah, I mean, talent wise, overall, top to bottom, they're a better team. Uh, and, and and when I say that, I mean, they're like a five win team, um, maybe a six win because um, they I mean, they just got better in, in every part. Honestly, they re-signed Joe Mixon, uh, which was huge. So they have their you know, they have a great trio of running or of wide receivers with A.J. Green, Boyd, uh, John Ross. They got uh, Joe Mixon. They added to the offensive line. They got Joe Burrow, who we know can sling it. He can run it a little bit. Um, defense is still going to be bad, but I do believe it's a little bit better than last year. Uh, so they should be kind of at least an entertaining team to watch. Um, I do have them at number four. Uh, the Steelers, I actually have at number three. Uh, they got Ben Roethlisberger back. Uh, they added some pieces again on offense, defense. I mean, they, they just got better in every, every aspect, but, um, I, I just, I think they're just overall talent wise. They're the third best team in the division. Uh, the Browns, I actually, I'm not as high on them as I was going into last year. Uh, I think everyone made that mistake and learned from it. Um, but they did get rid of Freddie Kitchens, who was an absolute joke of a head coach. Uh, not saying he's a bad football coach. He just was not ready to be a, a, a head coach at that point. He had no control of the team. Uh, he just didn't have the experience that he needed. Uh, they've got a new coach in there. They added some players again, uh, added some good defensive players there, uh, uh, improved the offensive line. The big question is, will Baker Mayfield – implode basically baker mayfield played terrible last year uh no ifs ands or buts about it uh i mean you you can look and say well he had no protection uh the running game was inconsistent at times the receivers dropped the balls uh but at the end of the day baker mayfield just made bad decisions and bad throws um i think he went into the season a little overconfident he even admitted that himself uh so i think this year they're they're going in a little humbled they're going in hungrier and they're going in better prepared because of the new coach uh the Ravens, I mean, you know, they, they, I do believe they got a little worse on defense after they lost Earl Thomas. Uh, you don't lose a guy, a player of that caliber and not get worse. Um, they did cut him on, you know, on their own accord. So uh, they were obviously ready for that. But offensively, uh, you know, Malcolm Brown going into a second year wide receiver. They've got uh, Ingram coming back at running back. They added J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State, who's a workhorse running back as well. Obviously, they've got Lamar Miller, sorry, Lamar Jackson. Uh, MVP returning, uh, Madden cover athlete. So uh, I, I do believe they're the best team. But again, win loss, they're going to look worse on paper. Um, but I think overall, they're actually a better team than last year. So I do have them at number one. Yeah, and I kind of, kind of the same. I think the Ravens win the division relatively easy. When I say that, maybe like 11, 12 wins. But I think everyone else is going to be around the eight or nine win uh, yeah. level. But I've actually got the Steelers at number two, just only because, you know, when you're when you only win two games like since he did, and you add your draft pick, who honestly we we're not really sure about. Obviously, we know what Joe Burrow did in college, but he only did it for one year. You know, his junior yeah. year wasn't good. He he wasn't really good any other time, but his senior year, one of the greatest years. But um, it, it's still to me, it's a little early. I don't think adding a guy like Joe Burrow is automatically going to take your two win team, make it an eight win team. I think they might win four or five games, uh, yeah. five or six games, something like that. Uh, and Baker Mayfield, I mean, I don't – there's a reason there was a meme. Uh, maybe only the one kind of hilarious thing that coronavirus brought to us. It said, if you're trying to figure out social distance, imagine a Browns receiver and where the ball goes, that's six feet away from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and that tells you – I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield, like you said, played terrible. Um, but the thing that to me – Watching the Steelers last year, they had no identity. It's like when Ben Roethlisberger left, they just they just 
mean, the only time they had the spotlights when Miles Garrett was hitting him in the head with a helmet. So uh, yeah. I think getting Ben Roethlisberger back is kind of like the Patriots of Tom Brady. Like to me, Ben Roethlisberger makes the Steelers who they are right now. He's going to make Antonio Brown or not Antonio Brown. Whoops. That was a little uh, too soon. Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> he's going to make him better. He's They're going to play good. I think they are in that same category, about seven, eight wins. Uh, but I do have the Ravens winning this relatively easy. All right, Absolutely. now on to the NFC, or what we like to call the lesser conference. I'm just kidding. Uh, let's start with the defending champs division, NFC West. Um, 49ers, obviously, they look set to win the division again. They they got stronger all over the place, really. Uh, but the Cardinals did add DeAndre Hopkins. And, you know, they got another year for their young quarterback. I think that they're going to have a, a, a definite progression. Uh, Russell Wilson's always strong with the Seahawks, the Rams, or the Rams. Uh, who do you got? Who challenges the 49ers here? So this is this, to me, is actually the hardest division to choose because I think the, the gap uh, in talent is, is the smallest of any division from top to bottom. Um, and so I don't believe there's – there may be – on paper, bad looking teams at the end of the year win loss, but uh, talent wise, I think every one of these teams are actually pretty talented. Um, I, I do have the Cardinals uh, in fourth place, but I think they're going to be, uh, they're going to be a hard team to beat. They're not going to be an easy win by any means. Um, they got Kyler Murray. They got Deandre Hopkins. They got uh, uh, Kenyon Drake at running back. They got Larry Fitzgerald coming back. Uh, I mean, they they added a linebacker. Uh, my God, I'm blanking on his name right now, but the kid out of Clemson last year, uh, actually from Kansas City, uh, top-rated linebacker in the draft. Blanking on the name. I'll think of it later. Anyways, they added him. Uh, they got a good defense. They got good pass rush. Uh, good, honestly, pretty solid secondary. Um, but again, the other three teams, just overall experience and talent are just a little bit better. Um, I do believe that the Cardinals are are a probably a anywhere from a six to nine win team though, uh, and they're not going to be an easy win. Uh, I do have the Rams at number three. Um, I think that they have a lot of they still have a lot of good stuff going for them. I, I still like Jared Goff is still a solid quarterback. Uh, they got Robert Woods. They've got uh, Cooper Cup at wide receiver, running back a little weak. Um, obviously not as good as it was with Todd Gurley, but. Uh, they still have Aaron Donald on defense. They got a good defense overall. Uh, I, I think they're they're going to be pushing that eight to ten win range. Um, a couple wins could go here or there. Uh, number number two, actually, I've got this the uh, 49ers. Sorry, uh, I, again, I, I think what a lot of people have have seen is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think has kind of been exposed lately, uh, or the, toward the end of last season. Uh, it was almost like he, they were winning in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo not making plays. Uh, we saw in the Super Bowl when it actually came time for him to make plays, he had no ability to do so. Uh, they could have won that game had he just made a throw. He had one deep throw he needed to make and missed the guy. Uh, so, I, again, I'm just I'm not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I think he's in that Kirk Cousins range. I think he's a high-end serviceable quarterback. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think that they have enough pieces around him uh, to put up enough points to win. The defense is the lead, obviously. Um, they've got a solid group of running backs, but they have no stud running back. Uh, an okay group of wide receivers. Obviously, they've got George Kittle, who's phenomenal. Uh, offensive line is solid. 
Um, I believe they're they're anywhere from that nine to eleven win range, uh, pushing for a wild card spot. Uh, and number one, I got the Seahawks. Uh, I love what Russell Wilson does. Uh, they got a good set of receivers. The defense is always solid. Uh, the big question will be the the running game. You know, can Chris Carson hold up? Uh, and if not, then who takes his place? Uh, the offensive line can they can they keep uh, Russell Wilson standing? Can they keep pressure off of him? Uh, if if it's a yes to both of those things, then I think that the Seahawks. I don't want to say run away with the division, but I think they win it fairly comfortably by probably at least two games. Because uh, I do think top to bottom, they're the best team in that division. Yeah, I've got it a little bit closer at top. I think it's going to be re- like down to the last week, but I do have it the same way. I think Jimmy Garoppolo had a chance in that Super Bowl, and I've watched this thing probably four or five times, obviously, because of the Chiefs winning it. But um, he had so many chances in that game to put the whole uh, system QB or whatever it is, game manager tag to bed, and he didn't do it any of the times. Um uh, maybe one or two throws that he could have made in that game that would have won the Super Bowl, and he didn't do it. Um, so, and some of them, but he had a couple of really bad picks in that game. Obviously, it's just one game, but like you said, I mean, he's just like Ryan Tannehill. Um, if the running game gets stopped or they get down in the game, it's hard for them to come back and win. And that's where guys like Russell Wilson, you know, they're the strongest, honestly. When they're yeah. down and they're under pressure, they're going to win some games. So, um, Seahawks kind of had a weird down year, but I think that they're going to come back and and win this division close. Um, the other thing that I have different is I've actually got the 49ers, or uh, sorry, the Rams dead last. Um, bold choice. It is bold choice, but at the same time, I'm looking at it like when Todd Gurley went down, the Rams have never been the same. Uh, when you flash back to a couple of years ago when the Chiefs and Rams played in that, you know, arguably one of the best games ever, um, that was an insane team. It, it looks like the Rams could not ever be beat. I thought they were the, you know, everyone thought the coach was insane. Sean McVay, the, Jared Goff's the best quarterback in the world. As soon as they basically Todd Gurley hit that wall with his knees where he stopped, they just didn't look the same. And they haven't looked the same since. And then they started losing guys. Now they've lost Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley's gone. And now you're looking on the defensive side of the ball and, you know, they're still good there. But they've changed coordinators, I think. Um, yeah. So now you're looking at, I feel like they don't have that identity anymore. They're not a passing team. Um, they, they were a heavy run team with, with Todd Gurley. Obviously, fantasy people remember that, that year where Todd Gurley was so dominant. Um, I just don't honestly know where they go from here. I think they have the potential, like you said, to get up to nine or ten wins. But I really like what the Cardinals are doing because because they actually do have – an identity. They've got the young quarterback there. You know, he had really good stats his first year. He's a mobile guy. They added DeAndre Hopkins, and the thought of him with Larry Fitzgerald is kind of scary. Um, I, I like the Cardinals just a little bit better, and obviously I think that the Seahawks and the 49ers are clear uh, upgrades in talent over those two teams. So that's why in the shocker, I've got the Rams dead last in that one. All right, all right. All right, NFC South. This uh, this thing looks very different this year, mainly because of the Buccaneers, uh, a team that was just honestly awful last year. Um, they add Tom Brady. They add Gronkowski. They add Leonard Fournette. They add superstars all over the football field on that team. Um, but you've also got this, the New Orleans Saints, who, as long as they've got Drew Brees, are going to be one of the top teams. Then you've got Teddy Bridgewater going to the Panthers to run that show. So. 
Uh, who wins this one? I'm. I mean, once you get Dan Quinn, the talk is your favorite. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so the Saints, are, the Saints are the favorite because they've got the chemistry. Um, I mean, the the Bucks added all this talent, but if we're realistic about it, it's their first year together in a in a weird NFL offseason. Uh, Gronk has been out of football for a year. We don't know what we're really getting with him. Um, I think a lot of people have forgotten how injury prone he was, how banged up he was when when uh, he was playing last. Uh, they still have a, a great group of tight ends. I mean, their tight end, their their three tight ends are by far the best three tight ends uh, of anyone in football. Uh, Leonard adding Leonard Fournette. I know Arians is saying that Jones is still the guy, but let's be honest, it's going to be Fournette eventually. Um, Fournette, Fournette is a beast. I mean, he had 1,700 yards of total offense last year, or just shy, I believe. Uh, only had a few touchdowns, but he just look at the team he played on. He didn't have the opportunities, honestly. Um, you know, I the receivers, uh, I mean, Mike Evans, obviously a beast, Godwin a beast. Uh, again, tight ends, great. Um, Tom Brady, I mean, I don't think we need to say much about him even at his age now. He's still an elite quarterback. The big question will be the offensive line and the defense. Um, I don't, I'm not completely sold on the defense yet and the offensive line. I mean, having Fournette, having Jones, they'll at least be able to play action and buy Tom Brady some extra time, uh, buy him that extra second or two that he needs throughout the game. Uh, so, I mean, I think they're going to be a good team, um, but I'm just not a hundred percent sold that they're going to beat the saints. Uh, I will say, I do believe hands down the Panthers will be the worst team in this division, despite adding Teddy Bridgewater, um, they're just not going to be, a, they're not going to be able to score enough points. They don't have a defense, um, to stop the saints, to stop the Buccaneers, to stop the Falcons. Uh, and you know, Teddy Bridgewater is a game manager. Um, he's not, he's not a throw it down the field guy and score 50 points a game. Um, they do have, still have Christian McCaffrey, but I don't like their receivers. I'm not a big fan of their offensive line. Uh, defense has question marks all over it. Rookie head coach in the NFL, um, who didn't have a ton of head coaching experience in college even. So um, I do believe that they're the worst team in that division. Uh, the Falcons, I put, I put at number three. I think they're going to score a ton of points like always. But again, back to the Dan Quinn thing, I'm just not not so sure they could stop anybody. Uh, and in that division, you got to be able to stop some people. Uh, so I, I have them at number three. I have the Bucks at number two for the reasons I said earlier. They just don't have the chemistry. Uh, yet and like this was a weird off season. They didn't get a full off season like you normally would. Uh, and then I have the Saints number one. Um, I mean they they didn't really lose anybody. They gained Michael Jenkins or or Malcolm Jenkins, sorry, uh, at safety. So they added that that uh, defensive piece, that veteran defensive piece, that coach on the field. Um, and again, they're getting Drew Brees back completely healthy this year. Uh, hopefully, it'll stay that way. If not, they do have uh, Jameis Winston behind him. Uh, who we know we can throw the ball. Uh, he'll obviously throw it to the other team as well. Uh, <laughs> He's but, not blind anymore. Remember? He had his oh, eyes yeah. fixed. He, you know. Oh, yeah, that's that's true, yeah. Um, they have Taysom Hill. I know technically he's listed at number two on the on the depth chart, but I believe Jameis Winston's the real number two quarterback there, despite what that depth chart says. Uh, but they, they've just got talent all over the field. Uh, they've got the chemistry. They've been playing together. Sean Payton's been there forever. Um, I, th- I think they they walk away with this division. Um, and, and when I say walk away, I say two win, you know, they, they win by two games. Uh, I do believe the Buccaneers are a playoff team though. 
Yeah, I'm with you on this. I mean, on if you look at the way the cap plays out next year, um, regardless of whether it goes up or down, they said something like the New Orleans Saints, if all the contracts stood the way they are, will be $100 million over the cap next year. Um, so what that means is this is their window. This is their year. This is the only year. They have to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I honestly believe Drew Brees is last year. Um, the way his contract plays out, unless he takes a huge restructure, part of that $100 million in savings that they're going to have to make next year is going to be Drew Brees. Um, and he's, he's had a great career. I mean, let's be honest. He's one of, the, one of the greats that's playing right now. So I think their window is this year. And they've been so close in the years past. I think that I, I honestly think this is the year that they're going to have to push through. Now, it is going to get a little bit more complicated with Tom Brady being there, I mean, he's going to have to play Tom Brady twice a year, which um, when you look at what the AFC East did, that's never an easy thing, uh, playing Tom Brady twice a year. So I think it's going to slow him down a little bit, but I do like them. Um, and then everything else I agree with you on, uh, the Panthers, I, I'm not really sure what the Panthers did there because when you look at it on paper, I like Teddy Bridgewater, but when you put him next to Cam Newton, it's clear Cam Newton's a better quarterback just about in every way. Um, he's won more games. He's more athletic. He's less injured. Well, I won't say less injury prone, but he hasn't had any like serious injury like Bridgewater's had. So I don't think they got better at quarterback at all. Um, I'm not a fan of the head coach hire, uh, rookie head coach from a team that wasn't even that great in college. So um, I don't know. I think the Panthers. I agree. Panthers are last, but I think this is the Saints' year to to make some noise in the playoffs. But we'll get to that later. All right. All right. Now, here's your time to shine here. NFC East. Um, did the Eagles win that last year? Eagles did win that. The Cowboys, uh, uh, Cowboys choked a little bit. I think it was more of a who wanted it, <laughs> who wanted the least. Uh, at yeah. the end, it seemed like they were just fighting over who, who was going to win it. But uh, anyway, the Eagles coming back, looking to hold off the Cowboys. I honestly think the Cowboys are clear favorites to win it. Um, thought they should have won it last year. Um, the Washington football team has a new name, no longer the Redskins, Washington football team. Um, do the Cowboys win this year? Yeah, I think so. They've got Mike McCarthy, who I think is an upgrade over Jason Garrett, Super Bowl winning coach. They've got some new coordinators in there. Uh, they did keep uh, Kellen Moore at, at offensive coordinator. Offense clearly wasn't the issue last year. Um, even really the, the the defense, really, I think it was just some of the play calling happening over there. Um and, and some of the situations that they they put that defense in. Plus, there were some injuries over there. Uh, they got Leighton Vander Ash back healthy. Uh, they added Alden Smith at at you know kind of that I, I say edge rush. I mean technically outside linebacker, um, but we'll be playing some defensive end as well. Uh, they added Everson Griffin from the Vikings, who I think is still a, a really solid defensive end. Uh, Randy Gregory will finally be coming back this year. Um, when he plays, he's actually a pretty solid player. They got Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, they added Don Terry Poet, defensive tackle. Uh, they've got Antoine Woods there. Their last two second round picks are defensive tackles. So their front seven um, is absolutely stacked. Um, you know, in, in the same thing as past year, Sean Lee starting the, the year on injured reserve, but that's more of a precaution, like miss miss the early games and be there for the late more. You know, that's what that's all about, uh, which I'm okay with. Um, and so land there anyway. What'd you say? What? What? I said he was going to land there anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better early season. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got a great defense. They did lose Byron Jones. Um, they did lose Byron Jones, but they, they've got some good pieces in the secondary. I like Jadobi Awuzie uh, and guys like that. I like Woods at safety. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see what they do next to Woods since they release Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, but hoping maybe they sign Earl Thomas as long as he's not a locker room distraction. Uh, offensively, um, I mean, they lost Travis Frederick. Um, they've got some good solid pieces to replace him. They add CD Lamb at wide receiver. I thought he was a steal of the draft, getting him at number 18, I believe. Ezekiel Elliott coming back. They've got Dak Prescott coming back. Michael Gallup, uh, you know, at wide receiver. I believe that guy, if he was on on half the teams in the NFL, he could be a number one receiver. Uh, and he's their number two right now. So uh, they go three deep at wide receiver. They got solid tight ends. The offensive line is still is still. It's I don't want to say it's as elite as it was a couple years ago, but it's still pretty goddamn good. Um, so I, I think just talent wise, top to bottom, uh, I think they're by far the best team in that division. The Eagles, I think, uh, I, I if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, I think the Eagles win ten games, uh, maybe nine. I think they still vie for one of those playoff spots. I think the Eagles are still a good team. They got a solid defense, uh, good running game. Uh, the big question is, can Carson Wentz stay healthy for an entire year? Uh, we'll have to see, honestly. Uh, but I do think they're still a, a solid team. Uh, the Giants, I like Daniel Jones last year. They got Saquon Barkley. Uh, they got some receivers actually healthy this year. Uh, added a little bit of offensive line help, a little bit of defense help. Um, got Jason Garrett in there at offensive coordinator. Say what you want about his head coaching, you know, abilities. Um, he is a hell of an offensive coordinator. Uh, so I, I think they're going to be a, an improved team over last year. They just don't quite have that talent yet. Uh, Washington, I mean, it's it, they're just going to be a bad team if we're honest about it. They're going to be down, probably not as bad as the Jaguars, but somewhere in that category. Uh, you know, we don't we don't know what to expect with Haskins. He didn't really play very well when he. When he got his opportunity last year, they don't really have any receivers. Uh, they lost Geese to, to all well, all those charges he's facing. Uh, they released Adrian Peterson for some weird reason. Um, the offensive line's not great. The one thing I'm interested to see is here, and you know, maybe it may be a month or month and a half down the line. I want to see when Bryce Love uh, gets healthy and is able to actually start contributing as a potential number one back. Because I do believe Bryce Love is. Uh, you know, before his injury in college, he was going to be a you know a first round draft pick or maybe early second round draft pick at running back. Uh, I mean, one of the best college running backs I've ever seen. So uh, I am interested to see what he can do. Um, and and but I think that's still a month down the line. Uh, I hope Alex Smith at some point gets in. I'd love to see him kind of complete that comeback. Um, plus, I you know I still he was a great quarterback for the Chiefs. Um, wasn't quite good enough to get him over the hump, but I mean, he did some great things here, did some great things in San Francisco. So, um, I'd really like to see him kind of get a shot to, to complete, you know, to complete that comeback. Um, but at the end of the day, just not enough talent on offense, not enough talent on defense. They're, I think one of the five worst teams in the NFL. Um, plus they just have controversy all around. I mean, with the name and then the whole prostitute hooker cheerleader thing, whatever that all was, uh, <laughs> So I mean, their their owner sucks. Um, if we're if we're real, um, too much controversy, not enough talent. They're a bad team. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you on all of that. I think Washington, obviously, 
not really. I like Ron Rivera, but I, he's got some work to do. Let's just put it that way. I think it's going to be a few years before they can really get uh, up to speed there. Yeah. Giants, I, you know, they just don't excite me. I mean, they don't get me wrong. They've got Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones. They just, there's not a lot to excite me there yet. I think they're going to be third in the division. Um, I don't think it's going to be close between the Eagles and Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to run away with it. They should have last year. Uh, the weird part is they should have look at the stats, and it looks like they should have. Like I can't believe they yep. didn't win more games with the stats that they put up. So, yeah, uh, I think that gets corrected this year. I've obviously, and you know, I've I've never been a fan of Jason Garrett. I think Mike McCarthy's hands down a better coach. So, I like it. Uh, I'll even be as bold to say as I see the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Um, I like your style. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you if that leads to a Super Bowl here in a little bit. But yeah, I, I like the Cowboys in this division. I think this is one of the more clear-cut ones. Uh, maybe this one in like the AFC North. I can see the Ravens easily winning that. I can see the Cowboys easily winning this one. So, um, all right. Last but not least, NFC North. Uh, Packers are looking to make it back to the NFC Championship game. We know that uh, you know, as we talked to each other, we weren't that happy with the Packers draft. They could have done a lot more to help Aaron Rodgers. Um, Terrible draft. But honestly, the team was good last year, and they added a couple pieces to it. Even though they got drafted a quarterback and the you know whatever, but uh, Vikings look as strong as they did last year. But again, I think to me, you, you look at Kirk Cousins is the is the Vikings. Uh, I don't want to say ceiling, but you're only going to be as good as Kirk Cousins plays. Um, and then the Bears, I don't even know what to. The Bears were my pick for. Uh, Super Bowl last year. That was a huge disappointment. They go out and blow $21 million on Nick Foles to back up. And this is an interesting one. They passed up Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. Could have had either one of those for $1 million. Instead, they trade a draft pick, get Nick Foles, pay him $21 million only to back up Mitch Trubisky. So um, Lions are trying to build a backfield. They got Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift. Uh, honestly, they haven't had a dominant run game in some years, so uh, I'm curious to see what happens there. Who do you think? Uh, do you think the Packers repeat? Do you think it's going to be somebody else? Um, ah, man, you know, I'm I'm going to be honest. We'll we'll start with the with the Lions at number four. Um, I do like what they're doing. I'm just not 100 percent sure on their defense. Um, I'm I'm not I, I'm not sold on the defense, but I love the fact that they are they've got DeAndre Swift, they've got uh, Adrian Peterson, like you mentioned, they've got Carryon Johnson, uh, Matt Stafford. If I remember right, I don't know if he's ever actually had a thousand yard running back in his career. Oh, they're uh, awful. Yeah, um, he's had a few running backs that have gotten close, um, but I mean. I'd be happy with any one of those back. DeAndre Swift was a monster at Georgia. Carry on Johnson actually had, I mean, he was solid last year. He wasn't a bad running back. Um, Adrian Peterson, we know what he's about. Um, even at his age, I mean, the guy has still run for almost 2000 yards over the last two seasons. So yeah, if um, you're splitting between, if you're splitting carries through the three of those, that's a, that's a three headed monster back there. Yeah. I mean, receivers aren't amazing, but um, again, I mean, he's still got Matt Stafford, who's a good quarterback. Um, again, that that running back trio is fantastic. Offensive line, I'm not sold on, though. Uh, and defense, I'm not sold on. So uh, I do have them uh, in the last place spot. Um, but I, th- I think at least offensively, they should be able to put up some numbers. Um, I, I'm going, 
I'm I'm gonna go a little I'm gonna go bold here. I'm going with the Vikings at number three. Um I I know that you know they've they've still got a solid defense, but they did lose Everson Griffin. Uh they still have a solid offense, but they did lose uh Stefan Diggs. Uh, you know, how will Adam Thielen do now that he's the main focus? Um he was the number one receiver last year, but he had Stefan Diggs to take some pressure off of him. Uh, so how will he do as the main focus of that team? Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, you know, how's he going to do? Is he going to hold up for this year? I know he's been kind of disgruntled about his contract. Kirk Cousins, I mean, if you're playing a bad team, he plays great. If you're playing a good team, he's terrible. Uh, so we just don't know about him. Uh, I mean, we really actually kind of do know about him. We know what <laughs> I just said, actually. Uh, just, again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold on him. I don't think they're a bad team. I just don't think... You know, I, I think they have a cap uh, and they've kind of hit it. Um, number number two, I'm actually going with the Packers. Um, again, I, I'm not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what that means. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. And so I, I'm not I'm not sold on it because, uh, you know, the defense played better last year, but I'm talent wise i don't think they're great i think they exceeded expectations i think they exceeded their own ability last year on defense um i mean aaron Rodgers was basically begging for wide receivers and this was i mean to me honestly probably on paper the best wide receiver class i've ever seen uh and the Packers took no one. I mean, I think they actually, I think they took a receiver late in the draft, if I remember right. But I mean, you had all of these, you could have got a first round talent at wide receiver in the fourth round. Uh, and they got nobody. I mean, instead they draft up to trade, you know, they, they trade up to draft Aaron Rodgers' eventual replacement. Uh, and then they turn around and say they expect Aaron Rodgers to be there for a long time. So, you know, I mean, what the, what the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> I think that's called bad general managing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like they they called Bill O'Brien to see how they should run the draft, and he he said he hit, he, he said he had an idea; it was going to work great. Jesus, might uh, as well call Dan Quinn to run their defense. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not sold on on that team. I I felt like I said I felt like they exceeded expectations last year, and I don't think that they can do it again. Uh, this year again, I don't think they're a bad team. I think they're going to be going for you know they'll be competing for a wild card. Um, but I just don't have them as the best team in the division. Uh, in, in the shocker, I, I do have the Bears as the best team because they they still have an elite defense. Uh, they've got a good, you know, they've got some solid running backs on that team. The offensive line is solid. Uh, receivers aren't great. Allen Robinson is 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 very good. Um, but I mean, not a ton of people next to him. Um, the big shocker, honestly, I mean, just just reading and and watching some video of of Mitch Trubisky, he does. You know, I'm not saying he's going to come out and be Patrick Mahomes. Let's get that clear right off the bat. Uh, but he looks like a different quarterback. It, I maybe bringing in Nick Foles and and having him actually compete and fight for his job. Um, you know, maybe it lit a fire under him, or maybe it you know made him study a little more or do something different. But he looks he looks like a different quarterback. Um, he he looks like he's actually clicking in that that offense like he was two years ago. Um, people forget he had a he had a really good season two years ago. He had a really bad season last year, um, but he had a good season two years ago. So he could play football in this league. He could play quarterback in in the in the NFL. Uh, and I don't think he needs to go out and throw thirty touchdowns and forty five hundred yards. Um, he could be, you know, he could be that Kirk Cousins style though, where he's, you know, he could become an, 
an upper echelon game manager. Uh, and if he can do that, then I think the Bears win this division. Uh, and and just like I said, reading you know reading different articles on him, seeing some of the you know the the few videos that we have of him, uh, you know of practices and stuff at the NFL this year. Um, yeah, like I said, he just he looks like a different quarterback. So um, if he comes out and, and like I said, it becomes an elite game manager, uh, I believe that they win this division. Very interesting. Um, I'm actually going to go Packers to win it, but let me let me be clear about this division. I think that they're going to be vying for the number four seed. I don't think that they're going to be better than any other division in the NFC. So I think if the Packers do win this division, it's going to be for the four seed. Um, and I don't right. think that they repeat going to the championship game. I think that was kind of a fluke. Um, it, for as little as the Packers did, they didn't really get that much worse. So... Um, I just, like you said, baffling the way that they drafted, but uh, Bill O'Brien, Bill, yeah, Bill O'Brien draft school. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that the Vikings did enough to, you know, overtake them. The bears, I've got a love hate relationship with the bears. I actually believe in Mr. Trubisky. Honestly, I think he deserves another year, but what I don't like is the pickup of Nick Foles for that money when they could have got a different quarterback to compete with Mitch for much cheaper. Yeah. It's those kind of decisions that are making me go, okay, maybe the bears don't know what the hell they're doing because uh, back when they traded for Khalil Mack, everyone thought they were the geniuses and the Raiders were idiots. Fast forward a few years and it's kind of the flip side. Like was it wasn't really worth all that they gave up for Khalil Mack uh, as they sat there, this draft desperately needing players and the first round goes by and they don't have nothing, no, no picks. Yeah. So, um, when you're looking at it that way, I feel like it's a little bit mismanaged. Last year, Trubisky had a bad year, but when you really look at it, I think Matt Nagy had a worse year as a caller, a play caller. Uh, he just didn't know what he was like. Didn't didn't know what direction he wanted to go. Tried to be a running team. Then he, I don't, you know, Tariq Cohen two years ago was a stud catching out of the backfield. Didn't do anything this year. Whether that was the plays were drawn up wrong or I'm not sure what happened with that team last year. And I love Matt Nagy as the OC when he was at the Chiefs, but uh, I think it was more his issue than Mitch's. So if they can get it corrected, I don't think it's that far off to see, like you were saying, see him win the division, uh, but they need to prove that to me. They did, however, get a tight end, one of the best tight ends in the draft. So uh, that's a spot that they really needed a player at. They didn't have a playmaker there. And Matt Nagy coming from Kansas City, obviously tight end was a huge part of the offense. So, um, hopefully that helps Mitch out. I'd like to see them do good. Vikings, you know, they're just, they're not, and this kind of goes back to Kirk, but they're not an exciting team. Uh, Dalvin Cook's going to run the ball. He's really only been healthy for like a year and a half. Um, Kirk Cousins, like you said, if it's a above 500 team, he's going to lose. If it's a below 500 team, he's going to win. So I think they're going to go about eight and eight. Um, and I think the Packers win the division about nine and seven. So that's how I see it playing out. All right. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for our division breakdown. Now it's the moment everyone's been waiting for our Super Bowl picks. Last year, I had the Bears losing to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. The Bears embarrassed me, but at least the Chiefs redeemed me by getting a win. Uh, who'd you have? You had Chiefs over Saints? I had the Saints over the Chiefs, oh, actually. Chiefs. Yeah. Interesting. So who do you got this year? 
I I mean, last year I went with logic and 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 it it mostly well, worked that's out. Where you messed up, <laughs> as I say. So this year I'm going on pure raw emotion. Uh, I'm going Chiefs Cowboys, uh, battle of the former Dallas team with the current Dallas team uh, in the Super Bowl. I'm going for it. I'm just you know why not? Why not have a little fun with it? And uh, the winner. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm clearly go. I'm clearly going Kansas City. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I say this wearing my Cowboys hat at the moment. Just just went out and bought one earlier tonight. Uh, so I say that, you know. But I, I I say it with a little, you know. Obviously, I'm I'm letting my you know my emotions get the better of me here by making this pick. But at the same time, I also feel like the Cowboys do have a legitimate shot of reaching the Super Bowl. Uh, and then once you get in the game, anything can happen. Uh, the Chiefs have a better offense. I think the Cowboys have a better defense. I think overall they kind of balance out somewhat close. The Chiefs are a better team than the Cowboys are at this moment, at least. Um, but who knows? Come Super Bowl time, so maybe the Cowboys will, you know, have have improved even more on offense and still stays, you know, pretty stout on defense. Uh, so I, I'm going. I'm going Cowboys over the Chiefs. Going for it. I like it. I like it. So I also have the Chiefs there. I could see. I told you I had the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. I do think that the Saints are going to make it to the Super Bowl only because I feel like Drew Brees is going to be so freaking desperate to get the Super Bowl because that's, uh, you know, his last last year. This is a window that they have. Um, but I could easily see the Cowboys in there. Uh, but I got to go with the Saints getting in there and the Chiefs winning it. And everyone, you know, I thought maybe it was my emotions last year, but honestly, the Chiefs were just a talented football team last year. This year, it's honestly no different. Like they have the one of the biggest advantages they have over teams like the Bucks and all these other teams is consistency. All their coaches are the same. They didn't lose their offensive coordinator. Their defensive coordinator is the same. Um, twenty of their twenty-two starters are the same. Their quarterbacks the same. All the wide receivers, everything's the same except for the running back. Essentially, um, yeah. So they didn't need the full off season. Whereas these teams that are all trying to gel together with new players during this COVID time, didn't really have that time to get gelled together. So right there, the Chiefs already have an advantage. Um, and they were the defending Super Bowl champions, so they were already the best team in the NFL. So um, yeah. I think it's, to me, it's uh, it, it's just logic for me and emotion, but mostly logic that the Chiefs win it again. I don't think it's, anything's going to stop that. <laughs> it's it's logical emotion is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, this 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 isn't anything we had scheduled, but – uh, if we're if we're making picks right now, let's just kind of rapidly fire off a couple couple things, uh, and we're gonna go uh, MVP, uh, okay. rookie uh, MVP, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year. Just name okay. your picks real fast. Okay, I'm going MVP Pat Mahomes. I'm going okay. offensive rookie of the year. Oh man, that's tough. I'd like to say Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but that's complete emotion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who do you got for offensive rookie? Who do you got for your picks? Then I'll steal off of you. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm I'm going with you know, I, I'm going Pat Mahomes. Uh it, it's hard not to. Um, if if we're completely honest. Uh offensive rookie of the year. Um, I, I mean I kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm going with Jerry Judy. I think he's going to get the opportunity. I mean, obviously, I'd love for it to be C.D. Lamb. But he's also competing with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and Ezekiel Elliott. 
um, for touches. Uh, whereas Jerry Judy, I mean, he's, you know, they've got some offensive weapons in Denver, but I think Jerry Judy, like I said, he's, I, I think that guy's going to be a superstar. Um, and if it's not Jerry Judy, um, I, I mean, this, this is going to make it seem like I'm favoring the other AFC West teams, which I'm really not, but I, Henry Ruggs, um, if they figure out a way to get him the ball, Henry Ruggs is, is an absolute monster. Uh, I mean that, that, that kid can run. Uh, and if they figure out a way to use him in that Tyree kill style, uh, I mean, they, that's some massive plays waiting to happen right there. So I say, I mean, I'm going Jerry Judy, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Henry Ruggs, uh, uh, as the offensive rookie. See, and the uh, reason I didn't go one of those wide receivers is because it's typically not a wide receiver. It's typically it's, a quarterback or possibly a running back. And when yeah. I started thinking like, you know, the Deandre Swift, obviously he's going to be sharing a backfield. Uh, yeah. The Dobbins, you know, they're yeah. going to be sharing backfield. So Jonathan I don't, Taylor. I don't, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I don't think that Joe Burrow is going to throw enough touchdowns to be there. I don't think uh, uh, the kid for the Chargers, what's his name? I always forget. Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Irrelevant. Not because yeah. he was the last pick, just because he's completely irrelevant to me. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's going to start soon enough over Teddy Bridge, or not Teddy Bridgewater, Tyrod Taylor to to get in the rookie of the year. So that's where it kind of clouded up for me. I do know Clyde Edwards Hilaire starting and with Damian Williams out, I mean, that was a complete emotion pick, but if they use him the way that I see him being used, uh, receiving back, that's also a goal line back that he's, he's like basically gonna be a workhorse for him. Um, Even though they're a passing team, I I think that kid's going to have some good stats, but I would like to see a wide receiver win it. Honestly, I don't even care if it's Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs, but it's just, it doesn't happen very much. So, uh, it'll be yeah, interesting get, to see. Yeah, I get that. I mean, like I'm going with those guys for the offensive rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year. I'm, I'm looking. I mean, it, it's kind of an obvious pick, but I'm going with Chase Young uh, from the Redskins. I, I, I think that kid again at, at Ohio State. I mean, y- you look at what Nick Bosa's done and Jerry Bosa's done coming, or Joey Bosa, not Jerry, uh, Joey Bosa have done coming out of Ohio State at defensive end. And everything I've heard is that Chase Young is better than both of those guys. Uh, and if, if that's the case, then honestly, I think he walks away with the, with the defensive rookie of the year, uh, and probably a pro bowl selection and possibly an all pro selection, honestly, uh, if, if he's that good. Um, so I, to me, I mean, chase young all the way. I agree with that. And mainly because if you listen to our draft episode, I mean, that, that guy was hands down and this is a really talented draft. That guy was hands down the most talented athlete in the entire draft. Uh, if yeah. the Bengals didn't need QB so high, he would have been the first overall pick. So, uh, yeah, you know, I he's going to be the bright spot for the Washington team. So, yeah, uh, yeah, um, I agree. So, with that. All right. So, who who do you have for for uh, defensive player of the year? Oh man, I'd almost think Joey Bosa, just because he was so dominant last year. I don't think JJ Watt's going to be in the. I'm gonna go with Joey Bosa. I mean, he Joey he was, he was a playmaker. Uh, again, if I was going off pure emotion, I'd like to say Chris Jones, but that won't happen. Uh, yeah, tackles don't. I mean, he he disrupts passes by swatting them down. But I honestly think Joey Bosa uh, is one of the most talented. Aaron Donald's still a beast, but I, I like Joey Bosa. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, uh, I am not going to, I'm not going to argue too much with that. I think Joey Bosa is definitely going to be up there. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm going to go with Aaron Donald, namely 
because of his name, honestly, because I mean, you, you hit that point to where, you know, even if statistically he doesn't have a, as good a season as some of these guys, if, if Aaron Donald puts up, you know, good stats, we'll say, you know, he gets in that 13 sack range and he, he, he's up in that top 10 area for tackles for loss. And, you know, he's in the top 10 area on defensive tackles for tackles um and and all of that stuff that his name alone on top of those you know above average stats are going to be enough to get him the trophy to be you know to, to get him the award honestly uh you know kind of like a, a jj watt you know um it's almost uh okay well jj watt had a good year you know had a good enough year we'll just give it to him again yeah um and I, and I kind of feel like that's where Aaron Donald is at this point in his career. Um, I do agree. I think Joey Bosa is an absolute monster. I think Nick, Nick Bosa, Bosa too. I mean, either yeah. one of the Bosas could be insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, any any one of the Bosas. You got Stephon Gilmore, the the reigning defensive player of the year over in New England. I mean, that guy. I mean, that guy is a lockdown corner. Uh, I think he's he's going to be in the running, obviously. Uh, I like to think if Leighton Vander Esch can actually, if he can stay healthy and not have another neck injury like he did last year, um, I like to think he can at least crack the conversation. Uh, maybe not win the award, but I think he can at least be there, uh, especially since they moved him to uh, middle linebacker. They've got some big defensive tackles ahead of him uh, to clear the gap, so he's going to be able to make a lot of plays uh, over in Dallas. Uh, so I, I think he can at least crack the conversation. Uh, but, but again, I am going with Aaron Donald for the award. Nice. I like it. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun one to watch. I'm, I'm really excited about this. So let's switch focus from the season on a whole to this week since football's back literally tomorrow. Um, let's look at some headlines for week one. Uh, we'll quickly go through these since we're going running a little bit long here, but, uh, how do you think football is going to be with no fans or limited fans? I'm, I mean, I think if you're, if you're a fan, you're going to like it regardless, you know, um, you know, personally, I, I love watching the preseason. There's really not very many fans there, especially at the end of the games. Um, you know, we, we went to training camp last year. I had a blast watching it. Um, and there were a lot of fans there, but not, you know, not an insane amount. And it was still fun to watch. Um, so I, I think if you're a diehard, like we are and a, you know, like most football fans, it's going to be fine. Uh, you're going to get over it pretty quick. Uh, same thing if you're a diehard NBA fan. You know, I've, I've had a great time watching the NBA. I had a great time watching, you know, the Dallas Stars, Colorado Avalanche, seven, you know, last week um, in, in the NHL. No fans. I mean, it's still – I mean, if you're a big enough fan of the sport, I don't think, you know, the fans aren't what's going to matter. It's going to be the game itself. So if you're a casual fan, it's probably going to get a little boring, honestly. But, uh, you know. For me, yeah. I, I, I think I'm, watching on TV will be fine because the NFL did send out crowd noise to pipe in. Uh, they said there'd be like you have to run it at 70 decibels and in, inside the stadium. So it's not going to be that awkward silence because that's the other thing people were, you know, they're saying, well, if it's so silent, they're going to, the people are going to be able to hear all the calls. And then yeah. you're going to have to change up your offensive verbiage from week to week. But with the crowd noise being piped in, I think it's going to be just fine. And, and for me, I mean, literally, I'm not a fan of basically any other sport but football. So this is this is back to normality for me from COVID. I mean, you're talking about it doesn't even seem real that football is starting. Like we haven't had really, like you were saying earlier, we haven't had any like serious college ball yet. We haven't had any preseason. And here we are getting ready to jump straight into the regular season. So um, yeah. it's been a really weird offseason, and I'm ready to get back to normal. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I again, I, th- I think if, uh, you know, for for guys like us, we we just want the game. I mean, we just, I just want to watch football. Um, and and for, I mean, I know you're like you said, you're not a, uh, you know, a, a fan of a lot of the other sports. Uh, you know, but me, I mean, I, I'm glad that basketball's back. I'm glad that hockey's back. Um, you know, I've even been watching NASCAR for God's sake. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, golf. I mean, all that stuff. I mean, if you're a big enough fan, I mean, it, it's really the fans aren't really going to make the difference for you. They make it more entertaining, but it, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, and so for me, I'm just I'm just excited to have, you know, football in general back, whether it be college or NFL or, or whatever it is. Um, just give me another sport to watch um, and I'm good to go. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd like to take this time to actually thank the people that did the scheduling for the you know, opening game because it's going to be something special tomorrow night, Thursday night football chiefs hosting the Texans. They're going to be hanging the super bowl banner. It's going to be an emotional night. It's going to be fantastic. It's I couldn't think, especially after the chiefs Texans game from the playoffs this is a great way to kick off the season. Um, I'm super excited about it. How about you? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think as you know, obviously you're a, a diehard chiefs fan and, and uh, I grew up in the area. So the chiefs are my number two team. Um, Cowboys always be number one, but the, you know, I always root for the chiefs unless they play the Cowboys. Um, you know, we've, we've been to a lot of chiefs games together. We've been to a lot of chiefs games in general. Uh, and so, yeah, I think this is going to be a, a really, you know, for, for fans like us, it's going to be a really great night. Um, I think for football fans in general, you know, there's really not anything to, to hate about Kansas about the chiefs. Um, you know, and, and so I think just for, for football in general, if you're a big enough fan, again, uh, this is going to be a great night. I mean, who who doesn't like seeing the team unveil their, you know, all their stuff, you know, their their Super Bowl banners and and celebrate that stuff and kind of relive the last season essentially. So uh, I think it's going to be great. I will say, even though I think football will be fine with the, the lack of fans, it would have been fantastic to have 70,000 plus at Arrowhead for this opening game with the banner hanging and everything, but it will be special nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's the players are what's going to make it special. And, and, you know, the hunt family and all those, all those guys, uh, I mean, there, there are so many people involved with the organization and I mean, uh, you know, say, say what you want about any other team or any other city, but I mean, you're not going to find a, a more diehard fan base in, in the NFL than you, you know, than a chiefs fan. Uh, and honestly, there's not very many, college football diehard fan bases that would that would compete or or beat the chiefs honestly um and i mean so the, i mean this this is everything to the city it was great when the royals won the world series uh, you know four or five years ago but uh i mean this this trumps it by by a mile absolutely all right so i'm going to quickly say some of these matchups i want you to tell me which new starting quarterback you see having the best debut this week we got Philip Rivers versus the Jags, Tom Brady versus the Saints, Teddy Bridgewater versus the Raiders, Joe Burrow versus Tyrod Taylor, both of them new quarterbacks, Cam Newton versus the Dolphins. Who do you got? Who's the best debut for a quarterback? Philip Rivers against the Jaguars, and it, it goes back to our Miami theory of last year. If you have <laughs> if you have someone against the Jaguars, start him. Uh, again, not saying that he's going to have the best season, but for you know for this week. Uh, Philip Rivers against the the Jaguars. I think he's he's gonna he's gonna rip him a new one. I got agree with you. I think Cam Newton versus the Dolphins could get interesting, but like we said, Dolphins are much improved. Cam Newton honestly hasn't been on the Patriots for long. Um, 
yeah, I got to go Rivers versus the Jags. It's just going to be a yeah. Uh, they've lost all their good defensive players, so he's just going to be able to go down the field at will. So, yeah, but it's, it's kind of fun to see all these new quarterbacks, not necessarily yeah. rookie quarterbacks, just a change of guard all over the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of new quarterbacks, Tom Brady and the Bucks facing Drew Brees and the Saints. Is this the best new rivalry we didn't know we wanted? I mean, it's uh, pretty entertaining to get to see these two guys twice a year. Yeah, I mean, it. We'll we'll have to. I'm not ready to call it a rivalry yet because it's gotta. There's gotta be some some heat there, you know. Um, but I think this is the most intriguing matchup. Um, uh, uh, I mean, at least definitely of of week one. Um, but possibly of the season, these two matchups are are going to be huge because you got two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks, um, you know, kind of making their last run at this thing. Uh, you know, I know Tom Brady wants to play a couple more years, and he likely will. Um, but I mean, in in reality, I mean this this could, I mean this is it. You know, after this season, we won't see this matchup again because Drew Brees, like you said, um, I think he's done. Uh, after this season. So I think, you know, the intrigue here is what makes this matchup special, honestly. So to me, why it's intriguing as a rivalry is this. If you think back to the all-time greats, you're looking at even Phillip Rivers, um, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. None of those guys have ever been in the same division. They kind of always just ruled their own division and met up in the playoffs. Uh, this one, these guys are going toe-to-toe just to get into the playoffs. So... I think it's going to be really fun to watch and I'm kind of excited to see it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, again, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for sure. I, th- I think the most interesting part too, is just going to be seeing Tom Brady in a new uniform. Uh, we haven't gotten that shock value with the, with the preseason <laughs> game. So, I mean, this is, this is it, you know, we're, we're jumping right into it. Absolutely. So let's take a look at this too. We just learned this week, Von Miller out for the season with a tendon in his ankle. Uh, can the Broncos slow down the freight train that is Derrick Henry on Monday Night Football? Uh, I don't know if they can. I think they can contain him potentially. Uh, I don't want to say slow him down, but I, I say contain. And when I say contain, you know, I'm talking about holding him still to, you know, 100 yards total offense uh, and, you know, maybe keeping him out of the end zone. Um, or maybe a hundred yards and a touchdown, which is still a great game, but that's not letting Derrick Henry completely run wild on you. Uh, so I think that would still be semi containing him. Uh, and if they're able to do that, they're going to win the game because we, we mentioned earlier, I just, I, you know, if, if drew lock makes some throws and they put up some points, if they hit that 21 point, you know, area, I don't know if the Titans can score enough to, to beat them. Uh, so if they can contain him, uh, they have a shot. It's going to be interesting. I, you know, it's is Jadavion Clowney going to play? I mean, he just got signed off the street last week, so uh, or a couple yeah. of days ago, really. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Broncos' offense can do. It's one of the games I'm looking most forward to, honestly, um, to end this fantastic week of coming back. The other game I want to hit on, and obviously you've got some stake in this, is Sunday Night Football: Cowboys at Rams. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think the Cowboys beat it, but probably one of the saddest things is coming out of this COVID is the Rams are opening a beautiful brand new stadium with no fans there. And that kind of sucks. Yeah, it, it with does. The Raiders later, but not this week. Yeah, it, it does. But if we think about it like this, that stadium was always going to be empty at least eight games a year with the chargers. Playing, so. <laughs> I mean, like, let's, I mean, I mean, Ouch. we're, let's get realistic about it. 
yeah, no, it's not too soon. I think the Chargers have embraced it by now. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, what was it that Melvin Gordon said? <laughs> yeah. You know, play, playing playing for the Chargers got him ready for playing with no fans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, so uh, it 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 sucks for the Rams because I think the Rams would have filled it up. But I mean, that stadium was always going to be empty. You know, at least every other Sunday. <laughs> Ouch. All right, so let's kind of rapid pace do this, but I got to get our picks in for this week. So let's just start here at Texans at the Chiefs Thursday night football. Who do you got? Chiefs, Chiefs all the way. Me too, Chiefs. I think the Texans put up a little bit of a fight, but no DeAndre Hopkins. He really hurt the Chiefs last year. I don't think it's going to be a problem for the Chiefs. So uh, Raiders at Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater debut. Who do you got? Uh, I got the Raiders again. I, I I like the offense, and the the Panthers can't score enough. I hate to agree with you, but Raiders, I got to go that way too. How about the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Washington Football Team? Stupidest name. Uh, I don't know. Philadelphia Eagles are pretty dumb. Uh, <laughs> not, trying to, not trying to be biased because I'm a Cowboys fan, but they're a trash bird. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm going with the Eagles. I mean, again, I said Washington's going to be one of the five worst teams in football. Uh, Eagles have a good team. Uh, I, th- I think they win this one big. Yep, I'm with you on that. I just, I mean, outside of uh, Chase Young's debut, there's not a lot to look forward to for Washington this season. So there's that at least. Yeah. Uh, how about the Seahawks and the Falcons? Uh, you like Dan Quinn in this one? No defense, no chance. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be Seattle. It's going to be a high-scoring game um, for both teams. Um, but Seattle will be able to make a, the, enough stops to, to beat Atlanta, and Atlanta won't be able to stop Seattle, honestly. So uh, I'm, I'm going with uh, Seattle. We are still in agreement. I haven't disagreed on one yet and probably won't hear either. Jets at the Bills. J-E-T-S, not the Jets, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going Bills. I think they're going to, yeah, again, the, the, there's really, outside of Sam Darnold and, and Le'Veon Bell, uh, really nothing that excites me here. Yep, I'm with you on that one, too. Um, I just, yeah, the Jets are one of those teams, kind of like I said about the Vikings. There's just not an exciting team. Like, I never, like, if, if it were Monday Night Football and it was the Jets and somebody, I wouldn't ever be excited about that. I'd be like, oh, it's the Jets, okay. Yeah, like at least the Falcons have a high flying offense, you know, but Justice ain't got nothing. So I got the Bills, um, Colts and Jags. You've already said Philip Rivers gets the great game. Are they going to get the win though? Oh, absolutely. They're going <laughs> to win. This. They're 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 going to win this one by by double digits, no problem. Yep, I'm with you on that one too. But the tank begin for the Jaguars. Yep. Ooh, this one will be interesting here. The Chicago Bears, your division winning Chicago Bears against the Lions. I mean, Detroit is actually favored to win in this. I mean, the Bears got to start somewhere, and and this is week one's the best way, you know, best place to start. So I'm going with the Bears. I'm going to go Lions here. Uh, All right, you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see next week whether I'm an idiot or not. It very well could be. Uh, No, I like the, I like the, I don't think the Lions are going to have a better season than the Bears, but I just think right now with Matt Stafford and the running back, trio that they're going to have back there i think that they're going to be able to to move it on the bears decent enough to win i think right. i think the bears right now are kind of like you were talking about a couple of these teams where it's like if you can score 21 points against the bears you might win yeah so that'd be interesting to see but i'm gonna take lines in a close one all right Ooh, this one will be fun last year this one was a laughable pick dolphins at the patriots 
This year, not so much. What do you got? I think the Patriots win it, but I think it's a lot closer than what people think. Uh, I, it's going to be, I'd say, decided by less than a touchdown um, or a touchdown or less, I'll say. Uh, but I think it's Patriots. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Dolphins are going to make it real interesting, like you said. Uh, they might even pull this off, but I, you know, I just can't go against. It, it's one of those things right now where we don't know if Bill Belichick makes the Patriots or Tom Brady makes the Patriots, or if it took both of them to make the Patriots. Uh, until we see some more games, it's hard to go against them. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the Patriots solely on that. All right. Browns and Ravens in Baltimore. I'm going Ravens. I mean, again, they've 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 got the receivers, they've got the tight ends, they got the quarterback. Obviously, they've added J.K. Dobbins to go with Mark Ingram, uh, and they they've got the defense. So, uh, I mean, they've they've got everything. I think the I think the Browns play a solid game. Um, it's just not going to be enough to beat the the Ravens. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson's going to pick up where he took off last year and just start slinging the ball for touchdowns early and often in this game. I got the Ravens winning by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Okay. All right. <laughs> Packers at the Vikings. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going with uh I'm going with the Packers. Um I, I still believe they're a good team, but uh, I'm I'm honestly I'm not really that excited about this game. Um just like I think you were saying, I mean they this division's not a great division in my opinion. Um, but I do believe Green Bay wins the game. I'm going to make this simple for you here. Minnesota's favored to win, but answer me this. Were the Packers a winning team last year? Packers were a winning team. So they lose. Vikings lose. I mean, easy yeah, as that. Absolutely. They're not yeah. below 500, so Vikings stats, lose. As I say, stats don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. The Chargers at the Bengals. This one isn't an ex- super exciting game, but it is interesting because – you got Tyrod Taylor starting for the Chargers and the rookie Joe Burrow with the Bengals. Who do you got in Cincinnati, by the way? I'm going Cincinnati. Ooh, uh, again, I I mean they're 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 a trio of receivers. AJ Green, I mean, he he was he missed last year due to injury, but he could have come back had they been having a good enough season. Uh, I think he's gonna be excited to go. He's gonna be ready to go. Uh, John Ross is coming out. Um, he's healthy. Uh, that I mean, that guy's an absolute burner. You got Boyd in there, uh, Joe Mixon to hand off to. I think Joe Burrow makes enough plays uh, down the field to win the game for him. I'm actually going to go Chargers here only because I like Joe Burrow better than Tyrod Taylor, but I like the supporting cast the Chargers have with Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Um, I like it. I like their the Chargers defense. If they had Derwin James, it'd be easy for me to pick this, but I think the Chargers tweak a close one out. That's a that's a bold choice. You're going after you talk all that shit on the Chargers, and now you're picking them. That's like me saying the Falcons are going to win. <laughs> the Falcons are going to win because of their defense. Their defense, yeah, yeah. Come on, I, I, honestly. I mean, like I said though, Bengals. You, you don't go from a two win team to like eight win team just by adding a couple draft picks. They're still going to struggle. There's still a lot of problems on that football team. And I think the like I said, I think it's close, but I think the Chargers squeak one out. All right. Mark my words. You can guarantee it. I'm just kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to. Now we're going to get into some of the exciting games. I'm actually excited about these next three here, but let's start with the Bucks at the Saints. Tom Brady in the Bucks. Drew Brees in the Saints. In New Orleans, who do you got? 
New Orleans uh, Bucks def- Bucks offense won't be in rhythm enough to to stay with the Saints offense and the Bucks def- or sorry yeah the Bucks defense cannot stop that Saints offense so uh, I'm gonna go the same as you only because I really hope the Saints just shut up the Bucks fans just for a little bit you know like, yep. I know that they think that they've already guaranteed a Super Bowl because they added Tom Brady but I think this is gonna be the wake up call you know it's like yeah. Hey, we added all this talent, but the Saints have been good for years. We're just a brand new team here. So uh, I'm with you. I think the Saints win this one. This one's going to be fun, too. The Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins at uh, San Francisco. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I, again, I'm kind of going like you with Chicago and Detroit. Um, I believe San Francisco is going to have the better season, but I'm going Arizona. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think they're going to come out. I mean, this year, year two in that Cliff Kingsbury offense, that spread offense, uh, Kyler Murray year two, the confidence is going to be up there. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to want to come out and prove that he's, you know, he's worth what the 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 Cardinals gave up for, and plus that contract extension. Uh, you still have Larry Fitzgerald; he's going to be ready to go. You got Christian Kirk at at receiver as well. Uh, you know, Kenyon Drake will be able to make enough plays at running back. They've got a solid defense. Uh, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna upset them. There's one word I've got for that pick, and that's ballsy. That's a ballsy pick. Ballsy. Uh, I'm going 49ers because I think early in the year, I feel like it's gonna favor the running team. You know, just because, especially with a short off season. The 49ers have a really, if you listen to the Chiefs defenders even, they said the 49ers have one of the most complex run games um, with Kyle Shanahan. I think they're getting their running backs all back healthy. So I think uh, the, the run games will be a little bit too much for the Cardinals. But if the Cardinals score enough points, it's going to be tough for Jimmy G to uh, come back. So I yeah. see where you're coming from. I'm going to take the 49ers in a run battle. All right. All right. Sunday night football. What a great way. Cowboys at the Rams in the brand-new stadium. Who do you got? Cowboys, big. No Ooh. questions. I do have the Rams not finishing very well in the division. And, obviously, I've got the Cowboys finishing in the championship game, so I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Uh, I think, honestly, the, the Cowboys just have too much talent. Honestly, and when I'm looking at it, they have too much talent to finish where they finished last year. When you're looking at yeah. Zeke and Dak Prescott – and the wide receivers that they have, they added CD Lamb. They should blow the Rams out. Yeah, I mean it, it was a. Uh, but was, if you look at last year, they put up those same stats and they didn't blow them out. So something's got to get. It, I think they do this time though. I, I think Mike McCarthy's the one to to finish the games for him. You know, it's not going to be uh, Jason Garrett where it's you know third and eight. You know, they're down by ten and he runs a draw. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I I think he'll be able to take advantage of the talent, particularly on the defensive side. They've got Mike Nolan over there as well. Uh, and, and so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is the, the – I think this is a staff that'll, that will actually be able to capitalize on what they have. Yeah. I think this is a statement game. They need to come out here and trounce the Rams uh, to basically say, hey, we're here to, to win the Super Bowl this year. Yep. And what a great way to do it on Sunday Night Football. Good good game to come back. So then we got a Monday Night Doubleheader. The first one I like to call the warm-up game because you're going to be doing other things warming up for the late games. This one's boring as hell. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at New York Giants. Who do you got? 
Uh, I've got the Steelers in this one, but like you said, this game I don't really care about, honestly. Uh, it's, not, it'll be, it's not the most exciting Monday Night Football game to launch the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch Saquon. I love Saquon, guy. You know, just despite being a giant, he's he's an absolute phenomenal player. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Big Ben back uh, in Pittsburgh and see how he kind of, you know, goes through the progressions and see how he actually plays. Um, so there's there's a couple things I'm I'm looking forward to seeing, but as a game overall, it, it doesn't really do much to excite me. Um, but you know, Steelers Steelers are going to win this one probably by ten. Yeah, I'm I'm, the, I'm with you on that one. Not a super exciting game, but uh, for fantasy, it could be exciting for people that are looking at Saquon Barkley or even James Conner on the other side. And Steelers, when they're healthy, I feel like they're actually a pretty decent team. The problem is James Conner's injury prone, Big Ben's injury prone. Uh, Juju's yeah. had some injuries. Their offensive line's been banged up. So, But coming out of this offseason healthy, they say the Big Ben's arm's looking as strong as ever. Um, I like the Steelers in this one. Yeah. Then probably the, the best way to end this is going to be, I think it's going to be a nice slugfest. Titans at Broncos. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Can they stop Derrick Henry? Uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to go with the Broncos in this one. Wow. Uh, and I think this is, this is a clash of two styles. I believe it's going to, it's going to be, uh, I think the, the, the Titans trying to ram it down their throats. And I think it's going to be the Broncos trying to air it out a little bit, working in some play action and, and some run game there. But I, I think they're going to try and take advantage of, of Jerry Judy, of KJ Hamler, of Cortland Sutton, uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, like you said, Noah Fant uh, year two um, uh, at tight end. Uh, I, I mean, I think they're going to air it out and, and they're going to make a lot of big plays. And so I think this is a, a whoever imposes their will on the other team is going to win this one. Yeah, I see that. I'm going Titans only because Derrick Henry's not beaten down right now. He's had no offseason, so he's going to be running fresh. And a fresh Derrick Henry scares anybody. And uh, obviously the loss of Von Miller is huge for the Broncos. Like I, I said it wasn't that huge. I honestly believe it's not. but um, it does open up one side of their defense. Uh, Bradley Chubb is also questionable for this game. So um, if they're missing their two best outside linebackers, I think uh, Derrick Henry runs all over. But I do think, you know, the other thing I'm concerned about with the Broncos here, and tell me if I'm just being crazy here, but if having Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, I feel like they're going to be almost guilted into running the football more to get both those guys carries. They need to air that thing out. I I I think you're semi right on that. I think I think what's going to happen is they're going to uh, run it early and often, wear the defense out, set up the play action, and then I think you know you're looking around late second quarter um, or early second half uh, is when they're going to really let the ball fly when that defense is banged up and tired, and uh, they're then they're going to let that you know they're going to let Drew Lock uh, stretch his arm a little bit. Absolutely. It'd be fun to watch, especially with all the talent they got there at wide receiver now. Yeah. Um, that's it. That wraps up our picks. All right. Sorry you couldn't be as good as me on this. We'll see about that. We'll have to tally up last year. I don't recall exactly how we finished, but uh, I'm sure I probably won. So I think you I lost by a landslide. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for this week. It's great to be back. Mike, where else can they find us? All right, guys. Uh, like always, uh, check us out on any, anywhere you listen to uh, podcast, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, 
anywhere like that. Google Play. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. Um, check us out on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or you could check us out on our website, uh, gridironauthority.com. Uh, all our episodes, all our articles, uh, past and present are there. Uh, so if you want to go back and listen to some old stuff and, and call us on our shit picks from last year, you can, uh, you know, we made a lot of Super Bowl winner. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, so if you, if you want to check that stuff out, it's all on our website. Um, again, anywhere on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you listen to podcasts, check us out, uh, like, and subscribe, uh, tell your friends about us, uh, and just keep listening. (laughs) Excellent. We will see you guys next time.